So it's just kind of understanding how each other works and not trying to change each other to be what you expect them to be. Realizing that you're two different individuals with different values or or just different kind of ways of going about your day to day. And I think that has been kind of a huge lesson learned for both of us in our relationship. Welcome to Love These Days by Pop Sugar, a new podcast sponsored by Crate and Barrel Wedding Registry that tackles all the ways that the last year has changed relationships. Because it's safe to say a lot has changed. I'm Jenna Oshkowitz. And I'm her fiance and co-host, David Stanley. And this week, we're tackling new traditions in love, specifically how to celebrate your relationship in a way that's unique to you as a couple, whether that's on special occasions or just on a random Tuesday. I love seeing all the modern traditions that people bring to relationships these days. I feel like it lets you learn so much about them. Definitely. Let's meet our guests. Our guests today are Hermela and Morton Lamps, a couple who have been married for two and a half years. Morton and Hermela come from different upbringings. He grew up in Germany while her family is from Ethiopia, but they both value creating new traditions in their relationship. Welcome to Love These Days by Pop Sugar. This episode of Love These Days by Pop Sugar is sponsored by Crate and Barrel Wedding Registry. Pots and pans, cooking and cabernet, Sundays and sleeping in. Make your home undeniably yours with a Crate and Barrel Registry. Carmela and Morton, welcome, you guys. Welcome. Hey, guys. Hi. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. We're so excited to be here. That's fantastic. We're, we're so stoked to talk to you for a number of reasons, not least of which is you guys have been married for a few years now. And so as we think about getting advice from, from couples who are doing it right, we're really excited to get more insight. And as a couple like us in some ways, that actually uh, is a really interesting combination of coming together of people from, from two different cultures and backgrounds uh, like Jenna and me. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having us. So I'm curious to hear how you guys first met and, you know, when did you guys get together? So I think we met in 2015. It was my freshman year in college. And I saw her at the local gym in our college. And um, I was very, very (laughs) impressed by her working out. (laughs) So, yeah, we had a mutual friend that connected us. But then I had to go through a month of texting because she would not meet up with me. So I, yeah, I had to work out a little hard to get, right? (laughs) (laughs) A month is good. (laughs) Yeah. Eventually she caved in and we met up and then ever since we have been inseparable. And then in June, 2018, we got married. Wow. That is awesome. You must have both patience and really strong texting game, Morton. (laughs) Yes. Hermela, was it standard procedure to just uh, play a little hard to get or were there other things that were contributing to you making Morton take his time and do the work? Yeah, great question. So I got lucky because he's not from the States, actually. He was able to come from Germany to the US. And at the time in college, I never thought I'd be in a relationship if I was being completely honest. So when he came my way, I was like, okay, I got to make him work, see if he's really, really committed. Um, Mm -hmm. And so a month was good. (laughs) And just like he said, after we got together, we were definitely inseparable for sure. That's awesome. Now situate us. Where was this? Where were you geographically here? Yeah. So we both um, went to undergrad at Virginia Tech and he was studying, I believe, economics and I got a degree in finance. And then we just kind of moved back up to Northern Virginia where we reside now. Birds of a feather, economics and finance. I like it. (laughs) So inseparable. And then you guys got married. And a little birdie told me that you guys had a very intimate wedding. Tell us about your wedding. 
So we actually had to do a little bit of long distance before we were reunited and living in the same apartment together. So we actually had a awesome courthouse wedding in Fairfax, Virginia. And we had all of our close family and friends there. And it was crazy because when you have these kind of weddings, they go by really, really fast just because it's really simple and intimate. And it was everything I could imagine. Ironically, I, I always envision having crazy large guest party type of wedding. And when we had the intimate wedding, we absolutely loved it. But we kind of made a, a pact to have a ceremony at one point later down the road for our families to reunite and just have an awesome celebration. That's awesome. Intimate's a word that Jen and I use a lot and talk a lot about and thinking about how we want our, our wedding to feel. I'm curious, obviously, lots of people are thinking about different ways to have their wedding. Why was the courthouse the right thing for the two of you? I think at the time, we obviously got married very young. And me still being in college, Hamela just graduated. We didn't necessarily have the funds for a big wedding that we would have in mind. At the same time, I think we both knew that we wanted to take this next step together in our relationship. Yeah, um, And then the courthouse was just, I think, the right decision for both of us. And just echoing what Amelo said, it's still for me the greatest day of my life so far. And I think the, uh, I know a little bit cheesy, but I think just <laughs> the most important part about getting married is, I think, taking that big step with your partner, right? And making that promise to each other. And then I think everything around it kind of takes like second place. Yeah, we totally agree. I mean, even planning the larger kind of bigger party with friends and family, we we always try to remind ourselves that it's all the days after. At the end of the day, it's not about which bartender you get and what caterer you get and, you know, what your dress looks like, but really the commitment of what you're doing. I mean, I think when we went and looked at our wedding bands the other day, we were talking about that. It's a really special experience, but at the same time, it's not the jewelry, it's the commitment. So yeah, exactly. we totally agree with you. I'm actually, I, I want to hear a little bit more about the wedding experience, but I, I'm curious just to go back a step. Um, you talked about being inseparable and I'm curious what drew each of you to the other? What was that for you, Morton? And what was that for you, Hermela? For me, when I say inseparable with Morton, it's we kind of built this friendship before anything else. We had a lot of similar interest and we kind of had this deep understanding that we knew this was serious and long-term. So at that point, we kind of let all of our guards down and really got to know each other. I remember flying to Germany and meeting his family and getting super close with them. And so that just brought our relationship even closer. And I think also just wow. we have really great communication with each other, allowing us to be vulnerable and honest um, on a day-to-day -day basis when we were dating, through marriage, and of course now. That's mm -hmm. awesome. What were some of your common interests? We both love to eat. <laughs> we're very big foodies. Um, so we love trying new food. We both love traveling. We've been to some awesome places uh, together. I would also say we both love music and dancing. So we actually have gone to take salsa lessons and that helps us to meet oh, new people. Yes. Um, we're both sweating and enjoying the moment and the time. So I would say that those kind of things are what we love to do together. That's awesome. We're uh, food, music, travel and an aspiration to take salsa lessons are all things <laughs> that we either do or hope to do. Yes. So nice. uh, we got to hang out sometime and actually do this. Of course. Yeah. Virginia's for lovers, right? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Morton, Morton, what about for you? What was it about Hermela or what were the, the many things about Hermela? 
Mello already covered a lot of things, but for me also, sometimes after hanging out with people, you usually get a little bit tired of them or you want to have time alone. And I have to say with Hamela, I just never have this feeling. I can be around her 24-7 every day and we never run out of things to talk about. We never stop laughing together. I think also on the things that we connect on, it's really, like Hamela said, we're vulnerable with each other and we share our dreams and, and hopes and goals. I think that goes a very long way as well. We I agree. We're kind of the same. When we met, we met online on a dating app and, you know, our dates were kind of every time we left one date, there was always another date planned. And so that just continued on for about a month until we met each other's families. And, you know, we were pretty much inseparable after that as well. And we tend to spend a lot of time together. We do a lot together and um, and it feels like good for us and right for us. So. Totally. And Morton, you used the word before friendship, which I think people sometimes use, but not always when they're talking about love and relationships. But I, I really feel like a great partnership is sort of an epic friendship, right? It's like, the, as you said, it's like the person who you could be in a car with driving across country. And like, by the end, you're like laughing at inside jokes and got new things to talk about and sort of created a world of your own. And I think that kind of epic friendship idea is something that I think is really at the root of Great relationships, which it sounds like is is profoundly true for the two of you. Exactly right. Yeah. So back to the wedding, were there any like special like touches or special gestures or things that were part of the actual day? So when it happened, when we had the wedding, I think one cool thing is that the lady who actually married us was an amazing human being. She actually cried when we wrote our vows and said them out loud to our family. That was one thing we added to our wedding day. We both wrote vows to share ex exactly how we feel about each other. And I have to share because it's absolutely amazing. The night after we got married, we went to dinner and Morton pulled out from, he actually left the restaurant, went to the car and brought back his gift that he had for me, which was this photo album that stored both of our vows, our wedding vows, as well as the hotel key that we had for the night of our wedding, just so that we Aww. could spend some time together. And a lot of pictures throughout our relationship kind of leading up to the point where we got married. And he wrote, this is where you can go ahead and start adding like our wedding pictures and like Aww. our future together. So that was probably one of the most thoughtful gifts he could have given me, wow. to be honest. So yeah. that's, that's definitely memorable for me. You're making me sound very good here. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was Amazing. good. It was very good. <laughs> We've been thinking about that a lot too, especially with relationship to who the person is who, who actually officiates your wedding and who marries you. I think that can be a really special and unique choice for people who know you or can help bring out your story. And um, we're really excited about that too. I'm curious about um, this future ceremony that you guys were talking about doing so that you could incorporate your family and your friends. Tell us about it. Have you guys talked about this? Are there plans for that? Do you have dreams of what that looks like? Yes, oh, we yeah. actually talk about this a lot. <laughs> but as you guys probably know, it's really hard to plan anything right now. Mm -hmm. So I think the general idea is just to bring our families together because my family couldn't be there the first time around right. since yeah. they're all in Germany. So Hopefully we can bring them all together and Hamela has some family in Ethiopia and then just really uniting the two families with a nice celebration and just having a good time, everybody enjoying each other's company and making great memories. No, that's exactly what I envision also, just like a, a massive party where essentially we would also love to kind of re renew our vows at that point and just be able to kind of celebrate what we've already accomplished and look forward to the future with our family also being there. 
it's just super hard right now. And I'm sure you guys can relate. We <laughs> hear that you guys are also planning your wedding and oh, yeah. oh, yeah. you want to have it this year. That's right. Right. <laughs> We can totally relate. Uh, we, do, we can definitely <laughs> relate. Totally relate. The plan is for the wedding to happen in five months now. Um, and you guys kind of had it right, though. You know, the priority is the the commitment and the step, right, in your relationship. And that's really what we're eyeing right now is no matter what, you know, we really want to do this this year and we're ready to start that chapter and, and that, you know, take that next step. The rest is luxury. So exactly. we're definitely grateful and hoping and, and cautiously optimistic about the wedding, you know, and the wedding that we're planning. But we are flexible with what that actually looks like. And it just resonates with me. You guys got married in the courthouse. You did something really intimate, did something for yourselves at the end of the day. That's what it's for. And then, you know, the party could happen at any point. We're hoping it all happens at once. But, you know, we're kind of like you where we want our families to, our families haven't met yet. So we want our families <laughs> to meet and we want everybody to join together. Yeah. Good luck to you guys. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Thanks. Fingers crossed. We <laughs> hope so. Planning a wedding in a pandemic has been bananas. But it's funny, actually. There have been times where we've talked about, like, if we had to do something really small or micro or even courthouse, we would do it. And it would be special in its own way, right? And we'd figure out ways to layer on the people that we love and the communities we want to bring together at some later point. So I think it's a great lesson, actually, for all the couples out there who are thinking about similar questions in this time to take a page out of your book. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely easy. It didn't require lots of planning. Um, I think that's the part that we both really appreciated about it. Exactly what you mentioned. It's definitely about us and having our closest friends and family there. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a question in relationship to cultures and thinking about your relationship through that lens. So Morton, you obviously grew up in Germany and Hermela, your family's from Ethiopia. Are there any cultural traditions that you grew up with that you've adapted to be your own as a couple now together? I think there are a few traditions around the Christmas season that we have adapted and that we are working our ways around every year. Mm. Um, for example, in Germany, you celebrate Christmas on the 24th, not the 25th. So mm. whenever we spend the holidays in Germany with my family, and we usually celebrate a day early. And then when we're here in the US, it's typically on the 25th. Mm. And then in addition kind of loop in the Ethiopian traditions, we usually don't take down our decorations until January 7th, since this is the day of Ethiopian Christmas. Mm. Amala, correct me if I'm wrong, but they are following a different calendar, so it's a little bit later. Got exactly, it. yeah. It's Got the it. um, Orthodox Christmas Day, January 7th, yeah. Mm. Oh, you know what? I love that. Any reason to keep Christmas going. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> more food and more presents. Like twice the fun. Exactly. Speaking of food, uh, you guys mentioned that food's a big part of your relationship. You're both foodies. How has culture, Ethiopian, German or otherwise, influenced how you experience and sort of share your love of food? I would say, um, coming from my perspective, he's been able to introduce a lot of different German cuisine into my life. And recently, we actually found a German supermarket and we were able to go in and find some candy or different types of entrees that we could incorporate in our everyday life because it's fun to try new things, right? So Morton was like, hey, I used to eat this as a kid or um, I used to enjoy these uh, back when I was home. And same thing for the Ethiopian aspect. I've taken him to lots of different Ethiopian restaurants. My family cooks Ethiopian food on a regular. So he, we're yeah. both infused in each other's culture, which is, I think, one of the greatest things about a relationship is bringing these two completely different 
cultures together and kind of living together and understanding each other's differences and making it work. Absolutely. I have to be honest, me and the Ethiopian cuisine, we are still a work in <laughs> progress. Um, me coming from <laughs> me coming from Germany, we don't usually season our food that much. And the Ethiopian cuisine is very spicy. So yeah. I'm always sitting there with a red face, a sweaty nose, but I'm still working through it. <laughs> I am obsessed with Ethiopian food and used to actually have a rule. Um, this was back when I was, you know, single and dating people that like first and second date, you would take somebody somewhere that was pretty like down the middle, Italian, American, whatever. But like third date had to be Ethiopian or Thai or something really spicy and different to see if the person you were going out on a date with had like real adventurousness around food. And I just, I'm obsessed with Ethiopian food. There's some incredible places here in LA that, um, in little Ethiopia yes, that are just fantastic. That's awesome. I know. That's so awesome. It. I went there yeah. before. It's literally little Ethiopia. It's like a street full of different Ethiopian I know. Restaurants. Yeah. It's that's, tiny. That's awesome. Got to get my yellow lentils and my injera <laughs> bread. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> With that, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsor. Planning a wedding in a pandemic is a lot, but there's still one part of wedding planning that should be fun. Not the engagement photos again. <laughs> no, the registry. Crate and Barrel is the place to find timeless pieces you'll love forever. You mean I can finally get that barbecue smoker? We'll talk about that. Whether you're movie buffs, wine lovers, or budding home chefs, Crate and Barrel can help you create a wedding registry that's undeniably yours. Plus, they offer one-on-one -on -one expertise and sample registries created by real couples that make it so easy to get inspired. The smoker is easy. That's what I've been trying to tell you. Okay, then how about the beer glasses? <laughs> okay, fine. Let's add it to the registry. Okay, uh, let's talk about traditions. I'm curious to hear what each of your favorite tradition is that the other, your partner has brought into your relationship. Yeah, um, I would say something cool that Morton brought into our relationship from the very beginning is he always leaves me or hand writes uh, notes, whether it's stuffing it in my backpack back when we were in college or for our birthdays or holidays, he tends to handwrite his notes or cards to me. So I find that to be super personable and very intimate also because it expresses how he feels. And these are things that I love to save in our little box of collectibles for our relationship. So I really like that you do that, Morton. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Um, yeah, mine would be, Amela is really big on having at least one meal a day together, which is, I think, a great way for us to connect at the end of the day, talk about how our day was, how we're feeling, and things like this. I think, especially now with everybody working from home, it's easy to get lost in your work-life balance. So I think it's a great way for us to connect. Yeah, I totally agree. David, what is your favorite tradition that we've brought in? That's a great question. I think building Hermela and Morton on your love for food and all things food-related Jenna and I bonded very quickly over our love of really good wine or a good cocktail. Um, and there are a couple of really wonderful restaurants in our neighborhood that we just love and love patronizing that just have a really intimate, special kind of romantic feel. And not infrequently, Jenna will look at me or I'll look at her and it'll be Friday or Thursday night. Mm -hmm. We'll just, we'll give each other that look and it'll be like, okay, it's time for like <laughs> an intimate conversation with a nice candle you know, sharing a nice glass of wine and just talking, right? Like it's it's nothing but the intimate space with a little ambiance, right? To just like really talk and not look at your phone and just be present with each other and listen and ask questions and and share. 
So I think it's simple, but it's, um, for me, it's really that. That's a good one, David. I think that. Did I steal your thunder? No, no, no. I I mean, I agree (laughs) with you, but piggybacking off also the the letters. I think we're the couple that like celebrated every month. We had like a little (laughs) anniversary every month. It's so (laughs) silly, but it's sweet. We wouldn't every month give each other letters, but like we would kind of trade off. Like one month you would write a really nice card for me and like stick it in your pocket and then at dinner, pull it out. I'd be like, I didn't have a card for you. (laughs) And and I would Sounds familiar. (laughs) Yeah. You just have those handwritten (laughs) notes when you don't expect it. And, you know, it's not expected from either one of us, but it's really nice to, to get those letters and those handwritten cards. And I've saved all of them. So I'm going to share one other one that comes to mind, actually, that's that's super cheesy, but I think it fits under traditions. Jenna and I, I think it sounds like the two of you spend just so much time together and like, I think, feel so lucky that like we so rarely if ever get sick of each other. And one of the things that we started doing pretty early on in our relationship in addition to like falling asleep basically at the same time was we always like hold hands like when we're going to sleep <laughs> and you know it's like two otters like you know floating like you know holding each other so they don't drift away from each other and there's just something great about it like i think it's turned now into like pinkies or you know ring fingers or something but it's it's like this like fun little way to just kind of you know, be connected to somebody um, when you're, you know, drifting off, which which we really yeah, love. Yeah, super relatable. We we don't really hold hands because we really run hot our bodies. <laughs> so um, me too. So what we do is we <laughs> kind of look at each other and we always say good night. I don't think we we try to go to bed without saying it. Um, it kind of completes the day and acknowledges each other before we go to bed. So that's awesome that you guys also have very similar traditions like us. Yeah. Trying to think of any other daily traditions. We've been trying to like put our phones down actually and just like. I was just about to go there. You read my yeah. mind. We actually have a, not is it really a rule, Hamela, but usually when we, when the day is over and we go into the bedroom, we don't have any electronics in there. So there's no mm. TV, no laptops, no wow. phones. So it's not only better for your sleep and your health, but yeah. it also forces you to talk, right? And, and spend some quality time before. Heading to yeah, bed. exactly. Yeah, yeah, we do try to do that. <laughs> but I think it's something important though, right? Like about the digital downtime, because like David says a lot, I don't know about you guys, but you know, the plan is like to grow our family at some point. And it's like, we have to set those examples for ourselves and for our future children. So totally. And it's like inertia, right? It's so tempting to just be pulled in because, you know, your screens are so addictive. We've tried to really catch ourselves, especially during the pandemic, to like say, okay, we're going to put our phones away at dinner. We're going to like light a candle on the table and just like talk and really share time together. Even sometimes when we're watching like episodic television or movies, like it's so easy to be halfway into it, right? Like you're distracted, you're doing something. And that's fine if you're like watching a rerun of Friends or, you know, West Wing or something. But like when we're actually watching something that's new that we haven't experienced together before, we want to be the the family hopefully someday that like when we have when we have a kid, right? It's like the kid's not on the phone while the family's watching a movie. It's like, no, we're all going to like put our stuff away. We're going to like be involved in the same story together. We're going to like absorb it. We're going to talk about it afterwards. Just really creating kind of habits of mind that keep us present, you know, with ourselves and hopefully at some point with our family. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. So I'm curious in speaking about traditions, is there anything that 
you guys kind of did when you were kids with your families that you are carrying over or Ooh. want to carry over with your in your relationship? For example, my family and I, we always ate dinner at the dinner table. There was never a TV on. We obviously didn't have a lot of smartphones at that time, but like we just sat there and no, no matter if it was takeout, if it was a burger, you know, like, or if mom cooked, like we always sat there every night. It was always like everybody just kind of traveled from the kitchen into the dining room and sat down. I think that's the tradition Hamela was actually talking about as well. That's something that she wants to implement once we start growing our family, having mm. these nightly dinners together as a family. Why am I wrong, Hamela? No, you're right. I actually, I didn't have that growing up just because I was raised by my awesome single mother who worked crazy hours and got home pretty late. So we would kind of prepare uh, dinner and eat it at different times. So it's definitely something that I would love to push down into our future and our family's future. Mm. I don't know if this is a tradition, but my family is really, really big on supporting each other's accomplishments. So mm. we always show up guarding any type of accomplishment or achievement in one's life. So I used to grow up dancing and my whole family would show up and I would always remember hearing them in the crowd. And just that is something that I hope that we instill in our family, meaning we completely support and are there for each other. And you can always count on us being in the crowd or in the stands, um, being there for your family. It's really sweet. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, a big hooray for, for single mothers. I, I was also raised by a single mother and I really think they, they make the world go round. One of the traditions that I had with my mom, which was a little different, <clears throat> she would work a lot, but we would often eat dinner together and we were, you know, we would talk sometimes, but we would also like watch watch things together because she works in, in the film industry and was always trying to expose me to different literature or stories. And so one of some of my fondest memories with her in particular were basically like we would call it setting the couch uh, where I would basically like put a bunch of pillows and kind of create a whole thing where it was like a really comfortable place to sit and we'd like have a meal together and watch. Sometimes it was Seinfeld. Sometimes it was like a, cl a classic movie um, and get a big blanket and kind of curl up together on the on the couch. But it was a really special kind of intimate thing that, that we used cute. to do together, which was fun. <laughs> That's cute. Are there any German holidays that you have kind of, that we don't celebrate here in the States that you've brought over? Not really, but it's the opposite. So in Germany, we don't celebrate Thanksgiving. And I think that's an amazing holiday um, to bring the family together and just be thankful for what you have throughout the year. So I really enjoy that holiday here in the U.S. We love Thanksgiving. I think it's our, I think favorite it's our favorite holiday. holiday. Our favorite holiday, yeah. Because yeah. it just feels like a holiday that's like fundamentally centered around gratitude and family and community and good um, food and good food, exactly. right? And it's like it's like proportionally less of a hallmark holiday than like some other holidays too. The food and the food coma are both amazing. <laughs> um, I'm curious if you are big into other holidays like birthdays or anniversaries are you guys a big anniversary couple also what and what's the most elaborate thing that you've done for each other if you have to mark either oh. a birthday or an anniversary any grand gestures i think i can go first there because hamela just did something amazing for my last birthday this past november um she actually reached out to all my friends from back home and in college and she made a video collection of all of them wishing me a happy birthday which was very unexpected Aww. and very nice of her 
Wow. That's amazing. How did you get in touch with everybody, Carmela? That's a great question because some of them I've never met before. <laughs> so I actually uh-huh. had to DM them through Instagram or if I didn't know them, I just shot them a text. And then from that point on, it was just kind of compiling it and editing it. And then I tricked him to come back upstairs to watch something thinking he it, he was just going to be another soccer game. And um, it was awesome to see his reaction. And I I don't know how I'm going to top it, to be honest. <laughs> You'll think of something. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty great, though. We did something for Jenna's birthday last year where a bunch of her friends during COVID got together and did a whole they drive-by. Yeah, they surprised me the car parade. You know, the car oh parades God. were really big. Yes. For, oh, that's for so birthdays. cool. I didn't, I didn't know about it. And I was just on a Zoom with, you know, two of our friends. And David's like, go outside, go outside. <laughs> and it just like, it really got me. I was just so touched by it. What about anniversaries for you guys? We definitely love celebrating anything that we can that represents our relationship, <laughs> um, especially with food. But we, we do love celebrating anniversaries together. We'll be celebrating our three-year anniversary of being married come this June. And we usually always exchange gifts, write each other letters. And also, we're really big on celebrating a special occasion with a memory or an activity as opposed to expensive gifts or jewelry. Yeah. So before I mentioned we did salsa dancing, uh, we did the paint and sip. So drink a glass of wine and yeah. paint. Love it. <laughs> so just things like that that we can carry on and live as a, a memory in our hearts. And so we have a lot of planning to do for the three-year anniversary. <laughs> yeah, I think our, for our first one, we went to the Cayman Islands together, right? And oh, we had a great week amazing. there on the beach, driving around the island. That was amazing, too. Yeah. Well, happy anniversary coming up. I think that with, you know, experience versus gifts, right? Like, I love a good gift and I love a bouquet. Like, Very true. You know, that's my thing. But I think experiences are like, we'll always lean into like, oh, this restaurant, this like really expensive omakase that we've been dying to try. And it's something that we can do together. And it's a memory that we're building. I mean, even the things that we've been like thinking about on our registry, it's like we're getting a lot of barware, a lot of things to host friends to share these moments together. So that way, it's always about creating the memories with those things. And so like for Christmas, we got each other tennis rackets because we play a lot of tennis together so we could get each other new rackets to enjoy together and again it's something experiential but also you know memory making yeah or cooking cooking blending things that we have or want to have in our home that really help us enhance our love for food and our love for spending time in the kitchen together that's right that's right (laughs) there's a fun part now (laughs) (laughs) because we love games in fact games are a tradition for us so um we're gonna ask you to play one of the games that uh we love most it's called would you rather okay here's the first one celebrate the anniversary of your first date or your wedding oh wedding first date (laughs) (laughs) explain I think, well, for us, it's not the first date, but it's the date that we officially got together, which is the 24th of April. And our oh. wedding day is on the 22nd of June. So we, we're kind of celebrating both, right, Hamela? We do. So that was a, kind of a hard one to <laughs> pick one. <laughs> yeah. I think I would pick first date, right? Well, obviously right now, because we're not going <laughs> to we, we celebrate our first date, so I like that one. Okay, so so Hermela said... 
Wedding. Wed- yeah. Wedding. Yes. And Morton said first date. Yeah. Okay. And then Jenna says first date. David? I think first date. Although yes. maybe that will change. you alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, receive a special gift from your spouse or have them do something nice for you. Have, have them do, do something, something nice, nice for you. you. I think we knew that one. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Experiences. Would you rather carry on a treasured family tradition or create your own? Create your own. Create your own. Yeah. There was a slight hesitation, Hermel. I don't know if that was just you thinking. Um, it, it's not a bad thing, but I don't think we had the uh, a lot of family traditions. So it's kind of cool that we're starting to create them ourselves together in our relationship, for sure. I might say for us, I'm, I might actually say treasured family tradition only because there are so few of them. Like when I think about some of the Jewish holidays or some of the songs or some of the Passover traditions, I think those are things that... Uh, I want to make sure we carry on. We can do both. That's right. Yeah, I was about to say, I think think a compromise might actually be the best answer. You can still cherish the old family traditions and at the same time create new ones with your your new family. Fair enough. You just won the whole game. You've you've overcome the would you rather. (laughs) Last but not least, would you rather register for tried and true items like a stand mixer or big wish list items like a new couch? I take the couch. Yeah, same. Definitely couch. I was slowly falling apart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ours. I love a good stand mixer. I know I might have to go with the tried and true. I'm 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 with uh, Morton and Hermela. I'm going oh. big wish list items like a couch. Um, we we have a wonderful dog who uh, manages to tear up our couch on on the regular. So we are deeply you in need of. Sound like he's crazy. He lays on it and it lints. You know, <laughs> we can relate. Yeah, we can relate. Do you guys have movie nights on your couch? Oh yeah, definitely all the time. <laughs> so that's why I think we pick couch, and we too also have the seventy five pound crazy um, dog who loves to jump up and down and get the zoomies. So I think couch would be our answer <laughs> as of today. Yeah, you may you may have convinced us. <laughs> Are you guys planning on registering when you guys have your bigger family union? That's a great question. I don't think that's common I would say in so. Germany, right? It's kind of an. We make it common. I think we should. It's not that funny. You start your own tradition. You register for a lot of great things. Good point. Crate and barrel. I promise. It's really fun. It was very daunting. And then, you know, we we saw a crate and barrel. We're like, yes, I'll take everything. Yes. Give me those copper (laughs) Moscow mule mugs. I'm all about it. We're so excited for this. What is, um, what's one household item that's part of your marriage traditions that you would recommend? That couples add to their wedding registry. For me, it's probably a nice set of knives. Mm, German knives? Doesn't have to be German, just the quality <laughs> st- stainless steel knives. For me and Hamela, we're both big foodies and I think I need to become a better chef. So that would be a great way for us to make new experiences in the kitchen together. Nice. Um, and I would say for me, uh, I love taking pictures of us, of other things, our experiences. And with him giving me the photo album, I just think incorporating picture frames or printing out your pictures that you have of you, your family, your relationship and, and putting it in a photo album, I think it's kind of more special and intimate than just saving it on your computer. Because when you have guests or you are in a moment where you want to reflect on your past, uh, these photo albums and picture frames are a great way to kind of just cherish your memories together in your life. I think that's so true. And I actually think particularly for, I'm going to say our generation, right? Millennials, even Gen Z, right? Like there's all, all of these memories live 
digitally. And there's something really special. We've started to do this more and more lately mm-hmm. around our home too, is like putting up pictures uh, of special moments, putting up pictures of like when both of us were kids, just having some of those living memories physically in our space around us has been great. Um, I'm curious, you mentioned obviously your third anniversary coming up. What have you learned in these first few years of marriage about each other and about partnership that you would reflect on coming out of these first few? So I would say for me, almost being three years as a married woman to Morton, I would say the biggest thing is communication. Um, And when I mean communication, we rarely fight. But when we fight, we both have different approaches to how we handle and move on. So I like to squash Mm. things and move on with the day. And Morton tends to need a minute to kind of rethink. I'm very stubborn. (laughs) Collect the thoughts. I'm with you, Morton. (laughs) So it's just kind of understanding how each other works and not trying to change each other to be what you expect them to be. Realizing that you're two different individuals with different values or or just different kind of ways of going about your day to day. And I think that has been kind of a huge lesson learned for both of us and more specifically myself. So I think that is kind of the biggest thing that and also you guys mentioned this earlier um, in our discussion about being present when with each other and really trying to listen and engage when we are talking to each other. Yeah, I think also small things make a big difference. I think oftentimes when people are married or together for a long time, they kind of start just existing next to each other instead of Mm. together. So I don't think you necessarily need to reinvent the wheel, but just constantly checking in with the person. Like I said, open line of conversations and communication. Mm -hmm. Morton, you mentioned a second ago the small things. And I was just curious, what are some of the small things? Yeah, um, for example... Our office is currently set up that I'm downstairs and she's upstairs. So we don't really see each other throughout the workday. Mm-hmm. And yep. we both have very hectic careers in the financial industry. Mm-hmm. So just sometimes during the day, I just walk upstairs and I just say hi, check in. And then we give each other a kiss or a hug. And then we both keep going about our day. I think for me, that's always like the highlight of my day. And that makes a big difference for me. I love that. We do something pretty similar where it's like, for me, at least, it's like it's the moments that kind of just fill you up a little bit. You know, you're you're working hard and just like that that small moment in the middle of the day, especially now that we're, we're both working from home is uh, is really meaningful for us. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of nice to be able to see each other in the middle of the day. Otherwise, we were like always texting and which is kind of fun, too. But it know. is kind of fun to text from the other room. I will say the other thing that Jenna does, and I appreciate her endlessly for this, is she will sometimes <laughs> like cook me lunch and like bring it in when I'm in the midst of like a bunch of calls during the day, or she'll make one of her like epic green smoothies and like bring me half a glass to try. It's just one of these like really nice things that she does, which I am endlessly appreciative of. <laughs> <laughs> Super thoughtful. Okay, we did something a little different for our audience Q&A this episode, and we polled Pop Sugar followers on Instagram about their modern love traditions. So we thought we'd share some of their best responses with you. David, do you want to read the first prompt? Definitely. I love a good poll. First question, how do you and your significant other celebrate Valentine's Day? Okay, so some of the answers were... We eat a box of profiteroles every year. Love that one. Mm. (laughs) By cooking each other our favorite meals at home. By including friends into plans so they're not lonely. That's very thoughtful. And we hide cards around the house for each other to find. Oh, my God. (laughs) I think that's so sweet. So how do you guys celebrate Valentine's Day? 
Hermela and Morton. Yeah. So I fall in the line b- between, I feel like this is a very big commercial holiday. And mm-hmm. I guess for, for us, what we like to do is, like we've mentioned before, experiences or writing kind of notes for each other. I love the one that they incorporate their friends um, who might be lonely. I think that's awesome. Um, something that I also do as a tradition, I get my mom flowers because in all honesty, she was my very first Valentine. Um, so every year I do get her a uh, nice bouquet of flowers. Oh, I love that. <laughs> it is kind of a, a strange holiday. There are some people who are like absolutely not romantic at all, but still celebrate Valentine's Day. That's kind of us. Like, I think we'll, we usually like get our favorite breakfast burrito and like take a walk. I think that's kind of our, our Valentine's Jenna's Day. Jenna's jonesing for breakfast burritos, which is why I know she's bringing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you can, I mean, you can look at it like it's the total holiday for gifts and all these crazy things, but there is, it's just another reason to express love and gratitude for friends, for, you know, single, single ladies, for couples, <laughs> I, you know, and, you know, I need an excuse to eat burritos. <laughs> All right. What's the next? What's the next question from that we that we pulled readers on? Okay. Did you and your significant other exchange gifts on your wedding day? Okay. So here's some answers we got from some of our audience. I got him a watch, and he got me diamond hoop earrings and wrote a card. Another one was we got each other small gift items to wear on the wedding day. Oh, that's sweet. Aww. Yeah, I like, I that like that. That's awesome. Yeah. And Hermeli, you had said that you had gotten a, a letter, right? A nice letter on your wedding day and, and the and the photo album. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, the photo album kind of just encompassed our whole relationship. And that's where he stored our wedding vows. So I think that's an awesome, memorable gift he got me. Are we going to get each other things on our wedding day? There is a tradition. Like mm. I remember my brother on his wedding day, um, in their bridal and groom suites, right in the hotel, we were given messengers. So I brought my sister-in-law's gift to my brother and then vice versa. Someone of the groomsmen brought the bride a gift and you're supposed to do something thoughtful, but mm. um, we are not of tradition, David. We've never been. No, but, th- but this could be one. I don't know. This could be a fun surprise. The lots we'll of noodle on it a little Here's, bit. I mean, my thing is there's enough to think about on that day. I don't know. <laughs> I feel you putting the kibosh on this one, and I, I'm, I'm, I feel you. Well, I'm on a flow with that. I think it could be a tradition where we we go to a really nice meal a couple of days after and celebrate it, and then that way we could do that every year. Like we could do a different meal every year, a different burrito every year. <laughs> you know, listen. <laughs> I, know my, I know my audience. I don't know my audience. <laughs> so another question that we we polled readers on was. What's the most memorable anniversary gift you've ever given or received? Some of the answers were pretty interesting. So one answer was someone adopted a penguin on my behalf. I love what? that. I think that's wow. <laughs> I love that. that. I love that. Another response, uh, artwork of our vows in the shape of the tree we got married under. Oh, my goodness. Aww. And another, a staycation. Hmm. I love all of those. Although I'm kind of obsessing over this penguin. Answer. Same here, Hamela. We might have to look into this. <laughs> I know, I know. When you find out, Morton, please send me the details. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to look into sloth adopting a sloth. Isn't there something about penguins like waiting their whole lives to like meet their mate? I heard something like this too, and then they're together forever. Something like right? This. And they like wait. They mate for life, and they wait, and they like wait a long time to find that find the other penguin, their other yeah. half. Yeah. 
So, I mean, maybe we should adopt otters, David, because that's our thing. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Otters, pandas. All of our friends listening. All the the awesome animals. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Also, thanks for everybody who answered our polls for us. That was really fun. Yes. Yes, indeed. Hermela Morton, thank you so much for being with us and sharing your story and, and all that you're doing to continue to make your relationship blossom. It was really special to to hear from you guys. And happy anniversary. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you for having us. This episode of Love These Days by Pop Sugar is sponsored by Crate and Barrel Wedding Registry. Plates and bowls, bath time and candles, cocktails and movie night. Make your home undeniably yours with a Crate and Barrel Registry. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Love These Days by Pop Sugar. 